0: so excited that you're here. My name is Drew and I'm joined by my boy Wizzy Wayne. What's good, Wayne?
1: Everything's good right now, dude. Really? What was the highlight of your weekend? Give it to me. Bro, number one, going to that XFL game, bro. Shout out to the XFL. Dude, I know it's a basketball podcast. I get it, but the XFL is dope. Dude. Plug it. If you've got a chance, if you got a team in your city, okay, you need to go support that team if they're XFL. Go to a game. Just Just go one time if you haven't been yet. It's amazing. Like, the rules are dope. So how come you haven't taken me? Huh? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> all right, next, next one, Drew. Oops. We got it.
0: Um, Highlight of my weekend? I stepped through my ceiling.
1: Okay. Um,
0: There's a hole in my ceiling because I stepped to... through it. Okay. Our AC went out. Uh-huh. So I was up in the attic trying to get it all figured out. Uh-huh. And I was, step. you know how like in your attic, you have like the wood like platforms that you can step on and then the insulation that you don't step on, obviously. Mm-hmm. I was trying to walk back on like the narrow two by four. So I didn't step through there and my foot slipped and my foot went through the ceiling.
1: Okay. <laughs> like was it just foot or was it whole leg?
0: Uh, mainly foot because okay. I kind of caught myself. Okay, But thankfully it's the room that we don't use and it was in the closet in that room. But I was telling okay. my wife, how funny would it have been if, like, you and Crosby were sleeping in the bedroom and you just see my foot through the ceiling.
1: As you're... <laughs> <laughs> Drew, are you okay? Look. <laughs> Drew, we have to talk. <laughs> Don't worry about me up here, okay?
0: <laughs> All right, we want to talk about the All-Star Weekend. This, uh, on a scale of one to amazing, I, I thought this was amazing. Yeah. I thought the weekend was really, really good, and we're mm-hmm. going to get to it in just a bit. We want to get to maybe two things from the actual... NBA week, Um, not even really in regards to games, just in regards to dumb drama. Mm -hmm. Let's get to it. Joel Embiid. The Sixers have been going through um, some weird losses. They're not good on the road, but they're amazing at home. And Joel Embiid, by all accounts, some would say he's lost passion for the game. Like, he doesn't look as passionate or whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyways... He goes on Twitter, or Instagram, I'm sorry, and he posts a picture of him hushing the crowd, the home crowd, Mm -hmm. and he gives the location as all love. But the caption says, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Hashtag the process. That's that
1: Batman right there.
0: Doesn't stop there. His former teammate, Mr. Jimmy Butler, Buckets. Yes, sir. He says, I know a place where villains are welcome. Shrugging emoji. Huh. Wayne, you tell me. Should we read into this or no?
1: You know, every bone in my body says, God dang it, we got to jump on this. Come on, let's do it. Let's just rip it to shreds, talk about it every day. Like, let's do it. And another part of me is like, okay, these are two grown men, two human beings. That are just trying to have some fun on social media. Just let it be what it is. And so I'm gonna side with that side of myself right now. Jimmy Butler like, knows what
0: he's doing. Yeah, like he knows that seeds, you know. He, but he knows that everybody's gonna talk about it. He was yeah. probably doing this more as just like a hey, I'm gonna say something on your Instagram and
1: people are gonna freak out. Yeah. But they're buds, you know. So like So I'm gonna let it I'm gonna let it slide. I don't think there's any more into it, but just a hypothetical. If something were to happen, and and Embiid ended up on the same team as Jimmy Butler, this Miami Heat team?
0: Or Butler on the Sixers. Could you imagine if Butler came to the Sixers? That would be crazy.
1: (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) moving on. If if Joel Embiid found found himself on this team with Jimmy Butler, I think that team has a legitimate shot to be number one in the East, period. But – that's just a hypothetical. I'm going to leave period it Period with a T? Yes. And then a period at the end.
0: I'm erring on the side of looking into it too much. oh Because that's what I do. I think he knew what he was doing in this. He commented it. They're really good friends. They've played with each other. I'm going to say, because there's friction in the Sixers organization, mm-hmm. the fit is questionable between Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And so Jimmy Butler knows exactly what he's doing. Also, during All-Star Weekend, I saw him, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo playing soccer with basketball.
1: Oh, yeah. When Jimmy Butler kicked it way Even over. the most
0: simplest of things. I'm reading into it, baby. Okay. They're already creating that team chemistry.
1: Oh, snap.
0: I don't really know how him and Bam Adebayo would fit on the floor together. But this is something to keep our eyes on. Because if the summer comes and the Sixers are a early exit from the playoffs, I definitely think Miami is going to be in the rumor mill for him, most certainly. Mm-hmm. And they got a lot of shooters on Miami. Mm-hmm. So the package could make sense if you want to build around Ben Simmons and surround him with shooters. Maybe a Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and some picks for Joel Embiid makes sense. Who knows?
1: You're already getting the package deal ready? Go ahead, send it to him. Just call me a just call me a GM already. Yeah. The GM guru.
0: Harrison Barnes this week says he will not shave until the Kings are over five hundred. I think the Kings are currently sitting like twenty one and thirty three. So this is quite a stretch. I would imagine him to look like Moses by the end of the season. I was about say, he's
1: going to look rough. <laughs> he, he, he ain't shaving.
0: <laughs> he kind of already looks rough, to be honest. Yeah. And he's yeah. kind of a clean, shaven guy, like, kind of a nice looking, like, a, he almost look. he looks like a gentleman, right? Yeah. Gentleman. And so for him to say this, he's like, I'm taking a stand. I will throw my rights of looking like a gentleman out the window in order for my team to win. Now, I don't know if this will ever happen, but it got me thinking, Wayne. What's something you're willing to not shave for until something happens?
1: <laughs> I'm not shaving until the Spurs win another championship. Just kidding. That might take a <laughs> while.
0: <laughs> Your afro is going to be like yeah. all the way to the ceiling.
1: Yes. I'm about to have that uh, was it Jared Allen afro Yeah, with the headband. I'm <laughs> just walking around paralleling just like that. Nah. Um, <laughs> so when I first saw this, you put it in, in Slack, and I was like, I ain't shave until Jesus comes back. <laughs> like that was my first initial reaction. I was like, nah, bro. Taking a stand. As soon as Jesus is, you know, coming down like my children, I'm here. I'm like, oh, bet where the Je- razor's at.
0: Jesus is descending with a razor in his hand. Yes, it's where, just for me. Where is Wayne Webb?
1: I need him now. But yeah, I feel like that's a, like, I am I just don't have any Are plans you willing to, to commit anything. to that right now? Honestly? Unless, like, I I have to. This like, is
0: going on the pot, so you can't run away from it.
1: Unless, you know, like, I get a job and they're like, oh, you got to shave or you can't work here. Oh, so a job comes before Jesus. I see what it is. You know what? Bet. Jesus, <laughs> you it, bro. <laughs> You'll call me out, Drew. All right, bet. Jesus, that's it. You coming down, that's when I'll shave. Nothing before. All right.
0: Wayne, I'm going to say, because I shave maybe twice a week. No, not, not twice a week. Every two weeks. Sorry, two weeks. I do not shave twice a week. I'm about to say um, you use all here just. And I don't like to go like super clean. Like I like to kind of keep you know the grain close to the face. Mm-hmm. By the way, we are not sponsored by Gillette. We should be though. Hit us up, Gillette. Holla at us. Anyways, I would not shave for a whole year if it meant I didn't have to pay one of my bills for the whole entire year. Oh, so from electricity to water to mortgage to um, those are like the three big ones. So the biggest one being mortgage. If I didn't have to pay mortgage for the whole year, (laughs) I'm not shaving. I will look like literally someone you don't want to be around. When you just look at me, (laughs) you smell something even from a distance. That's that's how scruffy.
1: I look like you just see the the waves just radiating off of you. <laughs> yes,
0: but in the meantime, I'm saving up, dude. Like that's a majority of my checks. Like, mm-hmm. let's go. Like, I will make that happen today. If my mortgage company reaches out to me today, because we know my mortgage company is an avid listener of the Three and D Pod. Mm-hmm, for this sure. is false. Just kidding. <laughs> if they were and they said, Drew, we're willing to make that happen. I'm doing it. It's happening,
1: bro. Look at you just adulting right now.
0: Straight up. This is what I do, man. <laughs> There's got to be some balance in this pod.
1: <laughs> one, uh, of,
0: one of us has to be an adult here.
1: One of us has to be grounded. <laughs> okay, Me, I'm out here just soaring.
0: Do you think uh, the Kings will be over 500 this season? No. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, do, so does this mean that he... Like, is this a commitment to just this season or, like, even beyond the season?
1: I mean, technically, if next season starts up and they're like zero and zero, you're yeah.
0: technically five hundred. Yeah, and I was But like, is he saying over five hundred? So if they win one game and they're one and zero he can shave?
1: So then what if they just lose? Yo, you know what suck? If they lose like the first game and then for the rest of the season they lose and then they win. And they lose and then they win. And they never get over five hundred the whole season. And he just has to keep the beard for two seasons now. That'd be crazy.
0: Uh hope you get traded. <laughs> for for your sake,
1: get traded to a contender. No, he's getting traded to the Hawks.
0: Oh gosh! <laughs> They're
1: never getting over five hundred anytime soon.
0: His wife might leave him.
1: <laughs> Honey, I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm out. I can't even see your mouth. <laughs> Reminds anymore. me of the the. Oh what, yeah, what's his <laughs> name? <laughs> the retro disab- disappears. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, we are in the All Star break. Even though the the events over the weekend have already happened. Um, we're still in the break. I think you mentioned to me earlier that the next NBA game is Thursday. Yep. God bless America. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do now. Actually, I think I need that break too. You know, because like there are so many games. We not even me and you can keep up with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we work off highlights and stories. So um, every now and then we'll be able to catch a game. But maybe this break will be good for us too. Yeah. But the question is. Which team do you feel needs the biggest break right now? Somebody that needs the biggest break. I'll take us home first. I think the Milwaukee Bucks need need this break the most. Oh, the head honchos. Yes. And it's not because they've been playing super hard and they've been winning and they need the break and they need to catch their breath. It's actually not even that. It's because Giannis Antetokounmpo is a new dad. This is true. He is a dad to a new little boy named... Liam,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Greek baby freak.
1: Liam Neeson, just kidding. I don't think so. <laughs> uh. The reason
0: why the Bucks need a break is because, Wayne, I've experienced dad life, even though it's early, four and a half months in. Mm-hmm. Those first three weeks, you need that recuperation time. Yes. He's the star of this team. He's likely the MVP of the season. He needs this break which means the Bucks need this break. Now, they're they're still a good team even when he's not on the floor, honestly. He hasn't mm-hmm. been on the floor the past three or four games. But, hey, this would be a good time for him to spend with his girlfriend and get things uh, recuperated, get the bags released from underneath his eyes. Yes. And get back to being the Greek freak, ultimately. You
1: know what's crazy? He Someone asked him, like, what – like, he just had the baby or whatever, and they were like, you know, what is – one thing that you miss or whatever—I forgot what it what he said—but he was like, "I'm just, I'm just tired." I'm like, "Dude, yeah, that's that's usually all I hear from like my friends, you know. I'm a dad now, I'm a dad, and I'm a dad. I'm like, oh, how is it? I'm just tired. That's pretty much it. So yeah, he needs a break. through the sure. first.
0: So when we brought Crosby home from the hospital, those like the first two nights was kind of crazy. Yeah, just because like you're. Getting used to this like new reality, mm-hmm. you know. Um, obviously, we had some good support around us, and I'm sure Giannis does too. But it is totally different. You're not always tired after that point, but when you're getting started, it's definitely a shift. Mm-hmm. It is definitely a shift. Wayne, who needs the biggest break for you?
1: So, <laughs> uh, I was gonna go Boston because Boston. They just came back. They just came off that. Huge win over the Clippers, double the overtime, boys. and it was a dope game. If you didn't watch it, go Jason back and Tatum watch has been
0: unreal, dude. Yeah, he has been, he has been Kobe esque. Mm-hmm. Like he's been ever since he got voted an All Star. It seems like he's turned it up another notch.
1: Which is exact. Like we saw people getting voted as an All Star and then they were like trash, and we're like, "What the heck?" Like Donovan an Mitchell. All- yeah, like you're an All Star. What are you doing? The night
0: he was announced,
1: yeah. got our worst of the week. Yeah, he almost went scoreless in that game. And so, yeah, Um, but (laughs) just because I was was sitting here thinking, and I was like, a team that legit needs a break. I think the Warriors need a break, and here's why. They're just so bad right now. I just think they needed a break from losing so much. You know how when you're – just losing a lot, it kinda of like wears on you. Even though they have a good system as to why they're losing like, you know, and they they're know not they're good. They know they're hopeful about yeah, what's coming. They're not good. You know, they're playing just so, you know, they, they can, can just keep through. the Yeah, and g- get a draft pick and all that stuff. But losing wears on you a lot. And unless you have a system like what the 76ers had where they were just like, Look, we're just gonna keep being trash until we get a Ben Simmons Joel mm-hmm. well, and be like until we get these pieces. The Warriors right now. Draymond Green going out there and trying to rally this young team around him. And I just like that he's like doing that too. This like he like I saw one like other games he was like one for five, and I was like, starting lineup one for five. Like he's just out there just trying to do something. I like that he's team. playing though, because yeah. he could easily he could have been like, oh, I pulled my hamstring in practice, and, and been a total lie, management. and he's out for the season. Yeah, but he's out there just trying, but losing. This many times after you had the high of winning so much, and now you just like your season just went literally and hit rock bottom. Yeah, they need a huge break, man. Losing sucks.
0: Which resort should they go to?
1: All of them. They should visit everyone.
0: Uh, what about Sandals Jamaica? Yo, I saw a commercial for Sandals Jamaica recently. I was like, Cameron, what if we? She was like, I've heard so and so things about Jamaica. I was like, it's a resort. Yeah. Like, the water's blue. Yeah, the water's blue. Hello. Please. <laughs> I don't even care if it's not natural. It's blue. Yeah. Let's go. I
1: don't care if it's food coloring. We're going.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think probably every losing team needs it was some either, sort of break. You it was know? Either
1: them or the or the Hawks. But I'm just like the Hawks yeah. are just
0: But the Hawks are maybe a little bit more hopeful. Like they just got Clint Capella back. Yeah. And like they most of their players are healthy now, whereas like the war the Warriors just gave up D'Angelo Russell for Andrew Wiggins and it's like, gosh, dude, go get some therapy. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Warriors are mine. Go visit
0: Sandals. Is. Sandals, Jamaica. We'll book it now. Dude. Do Speaking it. of booking it. D book. Wow. He was a snub, but Damian Lillard, a game, maybe the last game before the Blazers went on their all-star break. He had a strained hamstring or calf or I don't know. It's like a it was like a grade one or grade two injury. Damian Lillard basically said during the post game interviews, like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be playing at the All Star game, which is good. Which is good. He still performed, mm-hmm. which was
1: okay. See, I was I was more impressed with his style of rapping because I never heard anything he put out before. So I was like, wow, he actually has like bars. Like, dude can rap. Dude can spit. It was just like the
0: performance itself was just like yeah bland.
1: He's not he's not like a good he he waited performer. like
0: yeah the, and I think that's the thing like he was just like kind of moving around like throwing his like kind of just like throwing his hands above his head like this just like uh, when are you gonna start rapping yeah it took like <laughs> yeah. twenty measures for the for him to actually start rapping so I was sitting there like what is. What is going on?
1: But when he started, it was good. He brought out Lil Wayne and then somebody else. And, he needs you
0: know. a he needs a dance crew behind him.
1: Yeah. Which you they know? gave him, but then it was just like they were just doing like the same dance over and over. Yeah. I was like, okay, we get it. But it was, he's a good rapper. It's okay.
0: Anyways, in his post-game interview when he got injured, he said, I'm not going to be in. I think a reporter asked him, who do you think should replace you or whatever? He and straight up called out D-Book. He was like, I, I think Devin Booker would be great for this. I think he'd be a great replacement. Um, and obviously when a, another, the, the player that is being injured calls out the player he thinks should go in, mm-hmm. they're going to choose that player. Yeah. But I was like, what if he like called out one of his teammates just for like good morale? Like, Oh, I think it should be CJ McCollum when CJ McCollum doesn't really deserve it over Devin Booker. <laughs> what if they chose CJ McCollum?
1: Uh, I think Devin Booker would be, it's even a player's more league. Goodness, but I'm but, glad Devin Booker kind of got in.
0: Yeah, so I, that that's what I was going to ask you, was you. You like this uh, fill-in for Damian Lillard. Well, uh, one thing I was trying to think of was, since they don't really do conferences for the teams themselves, like Team LeBron, Team Giannis, I guess you still have to choose a West reserve, though, because that player's coming from the West. Like, it couldn't have been between Bradley Beal and Devin Booker. Like, it had to have been someone from the West, right?
1: Oh, because oh, because Damian Lillard was in the West, right? And so he got hurt. So he had to pick someone from the West. I think so. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I, I mean, there wasn't real like I think the two players you could maybe choose like if you had to choose a second, maybe John Morant could have yeah. been like right beneath Devin Booker, but um, still Devin Booker is averaging like twenty six, twenty seven points a game and is on the cusp of um, they're on the cusp of the playoffs, but the the Grizzlies are. In the playoffs currently, mm-hmm. if it were to start today. So you could make that argument. But I think Booker's probably owed it in some ways because he's been in the league for five or six years. Yeah. So, and he was pretty visibly upset when he didn't get picked. So, oh, yeah. I, I was interview. curious if they were going to call him up to be like, hey, do you want to replace Damian Lillard? And if he was just going
1: to like hang up the phone, and be like, nah, I'm not playing that. Like, see, and so when I heard it, I was like, part of me wanted him just to just be like, no, y'all didn't pick me in the first go around. I don't want it. I'm a, I'm gonna go work twice as hard and then next year it's gonna be a, a shoe in, like you ain't you have to pick me next year. Right. That's what that's kinda what I almost expected him to do because of the interview when they when he got snubbed and he was talking about um I like the
0: league's not the
1: same anymore or yeah, something like that. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, he's he's upset. He wants that, that revenge next season. So
0: Yeah. He seemed pretty grateful once he actually was in there and kind of walking around and I saw him in the locker room with his are players doing handheld cameras again? (laughs) Video recorders? Probably. Yeah. Okay. I wanna know what's the fascination with that. Is that simply to like rekindle the the former ways of like how players back in the day captured All Star Weekend, you know, when like Shaq and them were on the sidelines like recording with the video recorders. Like you dude you have a video recorder on your phone.
1: Well Shaq had a he had like a.
0: You talking about this year? Yeah. No, but oh, I, I'm you're saying. About, oh, I'm back I'm saying then. back in the day, you yeah, had yeah. players on the sidelines with like actual video recorders, and Devin Booker's walking around the locker room with that. I'm like, what is? Even D'Lo did that when he came to Minnesota when he got traded, and he walked in the facility. He was holding a video. I'm like. Do these players like do they want to be vintage? Is it cool to be vintage with the video recorder right Either now?
1: Either is that or maybe it's just an all-star thing, all-star weekend thing. think, like they're just like, you know what? This is something that we're just going to do. Yeah. For every all-star game. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't care about I, it. Don't, I don't get the fascination. I don't know where the but, footage is going, so yeah. Whatever. Like do
0: they hook it up to their TV later that night and they're like, "All right, let's watch back like you yeah. can do all that from your phone." But anyways, I digress. Um so getting heated drinks. <laughs> So D book's in D books in, uh, obviously already played, but congrats to Devin Booker for getting in. I think I heard somewhere that that's actually how Damian Lillard got his start in all-star appearances was he was, um, a replacement as well. Hmm. Same thing for D'Angelo Russell. He was a replacement for Victor Oladipo last year. So sometimes that's just what you got to do to start to get the notoriety moving forward. Because once you got like one under your belt, maybe, then you can really start to be considered moving forward. Yeah. So, All stars. All stars in the weekend. All star weekend, baby. Let's actually get to the events that happened over the weekend. I bet. On a grade scale, Wayne, just the weekend as a whole, Mm -hmm. what do you give it, like an A minus, B minus, B plus, A plus? You know, I'm going to give it a solid A not a minus or no A-plus. just a solid a maybe because right maybe because of the controversy yeah it was a little if controversy there, if no controversy maybe yeah A-plus.
1: because that kind of i god dang man. we'll get to it yeah. We'll get to it yeah
0: let's start first first off we're not going to start with the skills challenge because frankly who cares
1: <laughs> good job who's it bam out of bio
0: bam out of bio one i think all right good job buddy yeah i don't understand players i so the the two events that i believe so the one event that I think certainly needs to jump, like we need to just get rid of it, is the celebrity game. For real? Yeah, I don't like the celebrity game. I like the celebrity game. I'd never watch it. I love it, dude. It's because it's just not competitive. Like you're, you see, like I guess former players and celebrities mm-hmm. out there, but. I personally just don't see the fascination with that. Like it's just the shoe in event that they throw in on Friday night.
1: Yeah, it's it's more for like I would rather the Rising
0: Stars game than that.
1: Yeah. It's the celebrity game is more for like you know how we do an episode for like you know, casual NBA fan, and then we do an episode. Like if you don't watch the NBA or whatever, you can still listen to this episode. That's a celebrity. I game. get the,
0: yeah, that's that's a good point. You
1: don't have to watch basketball all the time, but you know these people, and they're gonna be on the court, so come watch. Yeah, for that's sure. pretty much it. for sure. I get that.
0: Personally, I'd get rid of it though. That's just a personal thing, and I might get rid of the skills challenge too. The skills challenge is okay. It can be competitive, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not crazy about it. I, I barely watched it. But let's get into the ones that we believe really matter. Let's start with the three-point contest. Yes, sir. The bar was set real high in that first go-round. that included, I think, all – I don't know how many players were a part of it, 9, 10, 8, somewhere around there. Might have been, I don't know. But I think eight. Devin Booker, Davis um, buddy heel some of these guys in the first go round they got all the way up to like 26 27 so your chances of scooching into the second round were very slim Mm -hmm. the bar was really high yeah um but this this was very competitive and one thing that was different wayne from years past which i was skeptical about was this whole mountain dew three ball thing yeah which you have, obviously, your six racks, one on the corner, one on the, what do you call Corner, it? wing, corner, top of the key. Corner, wing, wing, top of the key, and then so forth, back around. What they did this year was, between the wing and between the top of the key, they extended it out maybe, what, five feet, mm-hmm. five or six feet, because that's where a lot of players are shooting from, even today. Yeah. So, they're kind of playing into what the culture of current NBA is today. I was kind of skeptical about it. But what were your thoughts after you kind of watched it and and saw how it worked within the context of the contest?
1: I liked it. I really did. Uh, it gives you a chance to, like, if you're down big, and you know you've messed up on your first two racks, that money ball right there is a good shot for you to kind of get momentum back again because three points. Yeah. And so if you're like, let's say the top score is like 26 and you went through your first two racks and you only made like three shots in a money ball. So you got like five points right now. You need that three points to even get close to the double digits so you can continue that momentum. So I like it because it gives you a chance to stay in it. And then if you're a good shooter and you've been nailing everything, it gives you a chance to just go even further and just get the highest amount of points as possible. So I like it.
0: Yeah, I think Davis Bertans had – he didn't make both of them, but between two rounds he made at least one of the Mountain Dew balls. Yeah. Um, Which, you know how like people say – when you watch TV shows or whatever it may be, or live entertainment, there's repetitive things that are said. So it's like a drinking game almost. Like every time they say this, <laughs> take a drink. Yeah. Honestly, there should have been a drinking game for every time the judges for the three-point contest said, he needs this one. Yes. Dude, of course, he needs everyone. Bro, You know, every how, time they made
1: it to the Mountain Dew ball, oh, he needs this one. Nah, if that was a drinking game, no one's going home. Unless you're already at home, <laughs> yeah. Everyone is Get sleeping over because you're not leaving. Honestly,
0: they said that every single time, and it annoyed me so much. But but you're right. I I think it did help a lot. Like it brought your momentum up. Like there is a difference between two points and three points, and it can really boost uh, boost you the rest of the way through. Yeah. Um. I what? also think that it. The, I guess maybe the negative about it, like last year's winner Joe Harris we saw him go through his mm-hmm. and he went from the wing already going to the top of the key. And then he like ran back cause he forgot about the Mountain Dew ball. So that's the only thing about it is if you want this yeah. to be a staple thing, yeah. players are going to have to start getting used to it, especially those who have already competed. Cause it, that, totally threw his rhythm off yeah and when you're doing the three-point contest it is all about rhythm Mm -hmm. and so he was running over there and he forgot and he ran back and then he just kind of dipped the what the rest of the way through so that was my only like negative about that aspect of the contest yeah um but other than that i thought it was a really good contest and it really went down to the wire between who was that healed and Uh, booker booker yeah Uh, Literally the last shot yeah. to win it healed, made it happen, that and I didn't dope. think it was possible. I really respect the players that can go to town on the money balls, like like Davis Bertans really did a good job on the far the farther wing, mm-hmm. which is wh- where his money rack was of really draining those. And man, those those helped so much. So uh,
1: hey, shout out Davis Bertans too. You know he's missing part of his ring finger. Yes. Yeah. If you look at his hand, it's like cut off like right here.
0: That's kind of the same thing with um, Gerald Green. Oh, he's missing? Yeah, because – so I I actually know a guy who grew up with him Mm -hmm. uh, here in Houston, and he he said that the reason he's missing that finger is because he was playing – obviously, Gerald Green's a big dunker. uh, He was playing at like a park, and you know how at the park they have those double rims? Mm -hmm. His finger got caught, and
1: yeah, Uh, that's how
0: he – is missing part of it,
1: yeah. Davis, I think it was a freak accident when he was younger. Something happened where his finger got cut, and I think it was just like hanging. And so they were just like, Yeah, just cut it off, yeah. And so, but he's still nailing threes. With oh, yeah, he was incredible. Four and a half fingers, he's a pure shooter, yeah. That's crazy.
0: All those guys, I don't know if I would consider all those guys pure shooters. Like, I don't consider Trey Young a pure shooter, mm-hmm. um, m- a little bit more streaky, but like, guys like. The the thing they they kept saying for Devin Booker and Buddy Healed that kind of set them apart, which I agree is they didn't really jump like they didn't use their yeah like they were just I don't I can't remember exactly what they said but like they weren't trying to jump and use a bunch of their energy and time jumping between racks when they shot the ball they they just kept it like there in the knees and that's how they stayed really consistent which I guess matters if you're a shooter yeah. Um, so congrats to Buddy Buckets. Mm-hmm. Buddy Buckets. Ooh. There's a lot of guys that have Buckets as a part of their nickname. Jimmy. Jimmy Buckets. Buddy Buckets. Yeah. Is there anybody else? Drew Buckets. Huh. I'm wow. just kidding. I'm not a shooter I'll by any say. means. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, see me play. Don't go into detail, Wayne.
1: <laughs> and you see here we have. no.
0: <laughs> All right. The dunk contest. Whoo. Now that was noise. This hat, I mean, when you think about the scope of, like, the greatest dunk contest ever, I, you know, I wasn't alive when it was, like, Dominique and Jordan and stuff, but I, I've seen highlights, and, like, I think it's easy to discount those because we've seen those dunks now, mm-hmm. but back in that time, they had never seen those dunks, so yeah. that's why they are memorable. Yeah, um, You got Vince Carter, obviously. Woo. Uh, then it was... Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine went down as one of the greatest ones, and then this one has to be in that conversation, don't you agree? Yes, I mean, we can talk about the fact that a g was possibly robbed in this we'll get to that in a little bit,
1: oh man,
0: but some of these dunks like i was I was telling uh like I was telling Hez and some people that night as we were watching it like the reason why. Derek jones jr can get all these dunks off the dude is just so freaking long mm-hmm. his arms are long like he could he could be two feet f- from the ground and still be able to reach by doing a windmill because he's just got super long arms you know yeah. um but my question to you is we went through all these dunks all amazing dunks we're not going to try to describe each one if you want to go back and watch them go and do that um they they were really incredible but There was a time when they were just going back to back to back, 50, 50, 50, 50, and we were like, when is this going to end? My question to you is, should they have cut it short?
1: You're talking about towards the end when it was just Aaron Gordon and... Because they uh,
0: certainly went past their, you know, like the the dunks they had planned for, and they just had to keep it going because it kept getting tied. Should they have cut it short and maybe possibly... Had both of them be the winners. I know people don't necessarily like that, but what are you? What are your thoughts on so that? So
1: I th- I think what was supposed to happen was there was supposed to be a judge off at some point where if they keep going, and they run out of dunks or whatever, or it gets to a certain point, <clears throat> it's a it's supposed to be, the five judges just pick a winner, based off what they've seen, and so, uh, maybe they could have cut it short. Maybe they didn't have to do the last couple dunks. And the judges should have just picked a winner. Is that
0: what you would have done?
1: Yeah, I would have called it short, man. I would so have you would have given
0: it. both of them the trophy, basically.
1: No, I would have just had the judges pick a winner. Just based off of what they've seen and just huddle up, take about two minutes, pick a winner.
0: What if you had the what if you had the players on the sidelines vote? Like the ones that are watching. Like <laughs> oh actual goodness. NBA players. <laughs> their peers.
1: Oh yeah. But yeah.
0: you can't have ones that are on the same team as them.
1: Yeah. I, I I could see that happening.
0: I think they should have. I don't know, from a fan perspective, like I don't want them to cut it short. Like I enjoyed them <laughs> having to think on the fly and yeah. do more. Uh, like man, that dunk over Taco Fall.
1: Dude, come on, man! Like that was literally on the fly. It was like, where is the tallest? Should dude that in have this been place? a fifty? Yes. Yes.
0: Now his thigh did kind of clip his head. At then he didn't totally clear him, but he didn't totally clear him. The di- the dude's like 7'5", anyways.
1: He got up there and like was just this far away from clearing him all the way. I, you know, what, I'll accept the forty nine. One person give him a nine.
0: So Derek Jones Jr. I think got a the the one where he jumped like semi from the free throw line and did like I think windmill. a windmill or something like it. I yeah. think Zach Levine did something similar years ago. That got a forty eight, and then Aaron Gordon over Taco Fall got a forty seven. Yeah. So
1: and I heard that wasn't supposed to happen.
0: So my question to you there was I think what, was it two people who voted ten and three people who voted nine, I believe?
1: Yeah, it was it was Candace Parker, Chadwick Bozeman, and Dwayne Wade that voted nine for that last dunk for her. Which
0: by the way, Wakanda dude, he is short. Yeah. I didn't realize how short he was. Yeah. Well, I guess standing next to NBA players doesn't help, but... No, no, he's short. He's short, though.
1: He might be like five, nine, five, ten, but yeah. he's short compared to like all the other people in his field. Like, dude, short. So who do you blame out of the three that had the nines? I blame Dwayne Wade.
0: You think so? Yes. I don't think he was supposed to put a nine. And he is a heat lifer.
1: I don't think he was supposed to put a nine there.
0: He knows Derek Jones Jr.
1: Mm-hmm. I I I think they they probably like agreed to keep it because the dunk before Derrick Jones Jr. They he gave him a ten, and the two people with nines was Candace Parker and Chadwick Boseman, and I was assuming that they were gonna do that same format again where they those two give him a nine, everybody else give him a ten, judge off, we'll pick a winner, but I think Dwayne Wade messed up, gave him a nine because he I don't know I don't care but. It was supposed to go to a judge off man. Aaron Gordon got robbed what now two three two times, three times?
0: Well, he's been in it three times, but he the, got robbed twice. The year previous he just wasn't good and he knew yeah. it. this one he got robbed again. Yeah. So he And got he robbed said twice. after the game, like, I'm done. Yeah. Like he, he I think in the post post event interview or whatever, he's like, Who's running the show? Mm-hmm. Like, because 'cause we gotta get this figured out basically. But And then I saw something, too, where somebody said, like, we got to get Zion and Jaw in the dunk contest next year. And Jaw quoted it. And he said, nah.
1: Yeah. He's not doing that. Dang it. After this, he's like, I'm not going to go and do some amazing dunks and then not win.
0: Man, that sucks, man. Because it was such a good, like, dunk contest that you don't want it to be ruined moving forward. Yo, the,
1: the 360 one that he did from the side... Where he caught it and it was yeah. so smooth.
0: That reminded me of the one he did a couple years ago on okay. the uh, hoverboard when yeah. the mascot was spinning. Yeah, the one because he, he kind of did something similar as far as like the rotation of the windmill kind of mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, that was nice. It was so smooth, man. Wayne. I don't think they should have non-players be judges.
1: You know what? Yeah, I, I get it. Like I don't. The, re- I
0: don't care how much I might respect them as like an actor or a musician. I don't want you. Judging a dunk contest. I'm sorry. Yeah. Candace Parker can be in there. That's fine. She's a player. Anybody who is not actually a basketball player, I just don't want you in there. Yeah. I I would have rather had, like, Dominique Wilkins and whoever else, like, actually be judges. Vince Carter, even. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they know. Why
1: didn't they have Vince Carter be a judge? I know he's still in the league. I don't care. I don't know. Put him back there.
0: Maybe he just didn't want to. I don't know. I don't know.
1: If you're talking about someone who knows dunks. Vince Carter, when he retires, needs to be a judge for the dunk contest from now until ever. Yeah.
0: So, are you giving Aaron Gordon this if it, if it were up to you? Yes. Okay.
1: I'm giving it to Aaron Gordon. Honestly,
0: it's hard for me to give it to like either of them individually because they were both so great.
1: And I I, I think they're both great, but first off, Aaron Gordon had straight fifties going into that last dunk. He I don't think he got anything less than the fifty the whole night, and then. Derrick Jones Jr.'s dunks to me, even though they were crazy, a lot of them were like the same, just from different angles.
0: I think, from an entertainment perspective, the last dunk between both of them, I'd have to give it to Aaron Gordon. Because, yeah. like, we, everybody knows Taco Fall at this point, not even because it's played, just because his name is Taco and he is super tall. Yes. And so to do that, like, he, and he didn't even have it planned on the fly. It was on the fly. And Taco didn't want to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And he, and he That's made it, pressure he made it happen. That dunk had to surpass Derrick Jones's kind of close to the free throw line windmill dunk, in my opinion.
1: I mean, it's it's crazy athletic. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. Absolutely. And he did it on the first try. We've also seen
0: it, though. Yeah,
1: Zach Levine did it.
0: We've seen people jump over other people, too, but maybe not a taco fall. Yeah. It's un- unfortunate for Aaron Gordon. I'll say yeah. that. I'll leave it at that. Um, I think
1: Aaron Gordon should do the dunk contest again is Zach Levine does it. Yeah. And that's the only way he does it again.
0: Can we show Pat Connaughton a little love? Yo,
1: Pat Connaughton, I don't dude, feel
0: he got enough love from the missed, judges.
1: He missed it by one point. He got eliminated by one point. He had 95. Now, Aaron Gordon had 90. No, Derek I Jones would, Jr. had 96. I
0: would definitely keep Derrick Jones Jr. and Aaron Gordon as the final two, but I just wish he would have gotten a little bit more love. He was, he was killing it, too. Yeah. Dwight... <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's nothing to say about Dwight, dude. Yeah. That was just his,
0: his was more about, like he commemorated Kobe and what he was. I heard that like the guy who was going to like come out and hand him hand him the cape was going to be Kobe yeah. when yeah. he was planning for that. But uh, the dunks themselves they just it wasn't. He's, he's
1: too he's a big dude. It's There's not much he can it's do. It's over for him. I mean yeah.
0: but it, it was fun. I mean nobody was knocking him for it. You know yeah. if you're 34 you kind of get a pass. Mm-hmm. You know if you're 26, you don't get as much of a pass, but he gets a pass. At the, didn't he? Did he win the dunk contest that year? When he was Superman or whatever? I think he did.
1: Was it him or Nate Robinson? I can't remember. Cause Nate Robinson was Kryptonite. That yeah, him, right? I don't know. I don't know. I but remember. either way,
0: it was memorable, right? Like he's yeah. he's had his memorable one, so he's all good.
1: Cause is that the one where he threw it in? And yeah, almost won? like
0: thrunked it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But that oh, well. dunk contest was amazing. Yeah, I loved it. You got to give it up to both of those guys. They they killed it. I think Adam Silver will do some reevaluating of the process of that. Yeah. I don't know how, but when your players are angry, you have to take action, and I think Aaron Gordon was certainly pretty upset about that as were other people that are involved in the NBA. Mhm. The All-Star game. Wow. Yeah. Most of the time I take off on the all-star game, meaning I've seen Saturday night. I'm good. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see anything else. Now, I wanted to tune in because of this new format they were trying. And for those of you listening here, it's kind of how it goes. It's a little bit of math involved, so bear with me. I'm not good at math, but I'll do my best. (laughs) So every quarter, you have Team Giannis, Team LeBron, right? And both of them pick an organization, a charitable organization that they want to represent uh, for, for their side. So they actually invited a ton of kids to the game to sit in the stands for Team LeBron, a bunch of kids to sit in the stands for Team Giannis, which I really liked. Um, it, it brought some extra energy to the game because you were you were pulling for a cause, right? Mm-hmm. Every quarter, it's zero to zero. So first quarter happens, zero to zero, second Second quarter, zero to zero, and so forth. If you win that quarter, that organization receives like a $100,000. So there's some extra incentive for that. However, as the game rolls on, they're tallying your score as you go. So let's say the first quarter, I'm just, let's say the first quarter was 30 to 20. All right. Okay. You store that away. Second quarter starts. Let's say it's 30 to 20 again. So the actual score would be 60 to 40. Mm -hmm. So they're keeping the total score as the game runs on, but each quarter is starting over. Now, this is where it can kind of get confusing. When the fourth quarter starts, they bring the overall score that they've been tallying back into the equation rather than starting from zero to zero. Mm -hmm. So let's say it was 100 to 90, Wayne. You take the leading score, 100, let's say it was Team LeBron, take the leading score... And now their target score, both teams' target score, is 124. That means we've added 24 points, and that was to commemorate Kobe Bryant. So it really gives both teams a chance to be competitive in the fourth quarter because it's like, hey, even though we might be down, we can still – we're not running off time. We're running off a target point. Yeah. So that really enhanced the game like I I tuned in maybe the second half of the game and dude players were arguing calls fouls were being called like it was truly a competitive natured game and I really enjoyed the new format what what did you think of it
1: from what I saw it looked really good um it gives first of all it gives these organizations to have a chance to get some uh some money towards their uh, charity and all that stuff so what I like that but it also brings some competitiveness to every quarter of the All-Star game because you're trying to win that money for whatever organization you're playing for. And so now it's not just go out there and try and throw an alley-oop for the whole game or whatever. It's actually go out there, set screens, try and get buckets the whole game, man. And then there's still some of the flashy stuff in there, which is cool. But for the most part, they're trying to win. Like, they want that money for that organization. So I love it. Kyle
0: Lowry is taking charges in this game. That shows you how competitive that, yeah. this game was.
1: Kyle Lowry was on the floor 90% in this game.
0: Kyle Lowry also might have ruined the ending of the game <laughs> yeah and this is this is what I believe uh possibly could change in the future i don't think you should be able to win on a free throw
1: yeah because
0: it's just not as exciting mm-hmm. like it would be more exciting to like if it if that final sc- like if because their target point last night was 157. So if the score is one fifty six to one fifty-five and it's that close, you want to see it end on like a real shot. Yeah. You know, not just a free throw. That was the most anticlimactic part. And I know Anthony Davis made the free throw. He's a hometown Chicago kid and that was good for him. But in terms of like the actual like seeing it play out, like I didn't I didn't like that part of it. Like I felt like it should have actually won on a shot. Mm-hmm. you know um but d- despite that being the only negative i think just players picking up the defense arguing calls like doing things that we would see on a regular nightly basis it brought the uh, viewership i think it's going to bring up the viewership moving forward too with this new format they they have to keep this new format right yeah. Like you can't get rid of this yeah this
1: is it works so let's keep it
0: Kawhi Leonard was the MVP of the game. How many threes did he
1: make? Eight. Wow. Second most three-pointers in all-star game history.
0: Now, that was maybe more erring on the side of when players weren't playing defense in the first half, but still (laughs) eight threes. Yeah. Uh, And I know Kobe was a huge part of Kawhi's life and went through multiple workouts and had a lot of wisdom to hand down to him. And uh, I think they renamed the uh, all-star game MVP. MVP to the Kobe Bryant all-star MVP or something like that. So he was the first one to uh, to receive that. But, I, I mean, honestly, Wayne, this was one of the most competitive all-star games I've ever seen. So moving forward, I'm not just going to be excited about Saturday night anymore. I'm going to be excited about Sunday night yeah, too. Yeah, I might, I
1: might tune into some to the all-star game now and actually watch the whole thing.
0: Because when you have the best players in the world, like not just role players, like these are all-star players,
1: mm-hmm.
0: playing against each other, playing competitively, it ups the ante like it felt like a finals game like it was that legit yeah and i told you earlier someone i saw someone on twitter say why don't we take this method for like overtime games in the nba like what if when overtime started every team had a target point you know
1: like yeah i'd I'd be down for that
0: i think it makes it more competitive i
1: mean yeah no time because then you have double overtime and triple overtime set a target score get there you win
0: or if in these uh kind of exploratory ways of how they're maybe implementing stuff in the season uh like they're talking about this mid-season tournament Mm -hmm. maybe they could implement some of this stuff to bring up the viewership of it and make it more competitive i think that that would be a lot of fun so uh whoever was in the making of how this was going to play out i I think they did a great job at making it happen and certainly going to be something that stays you're getting a raise What's the status? Yeah. Wayne, every week we give our best and our worst stat lines of the week. I'm feeling like I want to save the best for last. So let's start with the worst of the week. I'm going to go first. Go ahead, bro. I'm giving my worst stat line of the week. Now, this is kind of a dual one, Wayne. Same guy, multiple bad games in the week. Uh Uh-oh. I'm giving it to Paul George. Oh, no, PG-13, what have you done? Clippers have, I think, lost twice this week, once to the Celtics, once to the Sixers, and Paul George was a huge proponent of arguing postgame about calls, but he's just not playing well. Um, Versus the Celtics, he had four points, one rebound, one assist, uh, two of seven field goals made in just 15 minutes in a double overtime game.
1: Oh, yeah, he got hurt in that game,
0: too. Did he get
1: hurt? Yeah, he pulled his hammy. Oh. Still bad. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to know how I know that? How? Because he's on my fantasy team. Ah, there so you go. screw you, Paul Joe. I'm just kidding. Don't well, the, the, just kidding.
0: I, I guess the he didn't get hurt in the Sixers game. I know that because oh, I think no. he, he played was, like 33 minutes. Not good. 11 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 of 15 field goals made. Uh, and, again, just arguing about calls more than anything. And he just hasn't. Like, out of the three people that were in MVP conversation last season, it was Giannis Harden and Paul George. Yeah. He has not been that guy this year. Mm-mm. Like, he came back from the shoulder surgeries, and we were like, wow, Paul George is balling out. And he's just kind of dipped. Mm-hmm. He's dipped, and I don't know if it's the system. I don't know if he's not healthy. I don't know what's uh, going on. But, yeah, I'm going to give my worst of the week to him because the Clippers need him to win a championship and I don't think it's just from him being a great defender I think it's from his scoring too and he's just not doing it on that end
1: talking about someone who needs a break Paul George Paul George he That's needs a right. break man Get away dude <laughs> wanna get away <laughs> All right so my worst of the week is actually going to go to someone we talked about um All-Star uh getting in for a De- um not getting in for her. Damian Lillard Devin Booker now great player but if you're going to, you know, be able to be talked about and praised, you also got to be recognized for some of, you know, your your off nights. So, here we go. That's right. Devin Booker against the Lakers. They lost this game 100 to 125. Ouch. Devin Booker, 32 minutes, 2 for 11. Yikes. 0 for 4. Yikes. 4 rebounds, 5 assists, 10 total points. The Book.
0: What's up with being announced to the All-Star game and then just having a dud night following it? Yeah.
1: I don't know, I man. feel like
0: Jason Tatum is the only one backing it up right now. But, yeah. like, we talked last week, Donovan Mitchell got our worst of the week. I think that was last week or the week before. And he had a dud game that night when he got announced. I, now, I don't know if this was the – I don't think this was the night that Devin Booker replaced Lillard, but – It was around the same. Around the maybe, same time. Yeah. yeah, something about that, man. Worst of the week to D-Book. Yes, sir. Best of the week. Go ahead, bro. I also have a duel – so I'm giving this to two players, okay. but they're on the same team, and it was on the same night. Okay. From the Orlando Magic. Oh. Markel Fultz, 22 points, 10 assists, and five rebounds, and an overtime win. And Aaron Gordon. Hey. 25 points, nine rebounds, nine assists, a near triple-double. Wayne. I had to give it to both of these guys because, honestly, I love seeing Fultz succeed. Mm -hmm. I I love it when he's able to do that. And then I had to give it to Aaron Gordon because he got robbed in the dunk contest. So the next next best thing is the what's the status award from the 3&D podcast. Yes. Certainly he wants this. Yes. And he knew
1: this coming in. He was like, you know what? I'm not doing this for for the magic. I'm doing this for the pod, man.
0: That's right. We talk about duos in the league, right? It's a it's a duo league now. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, Durant, Westbrook, Harden, PG, Leonard. How are we missing out on Fultz Gordon, man?
1: Let's go. It's looking kind of nice. It's
0: looking good. Honorable mentions. Yeah. John Morant on Sunday, 27-10-10, a triple-double versus The Wiz. I wanted to give it to him, but I changed my mind at the last second. And then secondly, honorable mention, Andre Drummond. Wow. First night on the Cavs, 7 of 17 field goals made, 19 points, 14 rebounds, 3 assists, but wait, 2 of 3 from 3-pointer. Hold up. Hold up. Wait. Honorable mention. I had to throw in German because honestly, why wasn't he in the three point contest? <laughs> Carry on.
1: First off, before I do this, did you see Steven Adams hit his first career three pointer? I
0: did and it was like a He didn't even like use two hands on it. He, he just like chunked it.
1: Chunked it and threw it up. And made it into the shimmy weird at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Why are your shoulders rolling right now?" Hold up. Okay,
0: so we're—I mean, Drummond <laughs> and Stephen Adams missed out on the three-point contest. Honestly, what's yeah, happening?
1: I don't—I don't get it. NBA, <laughs> holla at us, bro. Tell us what's happening. Anyway, my
0: best—they should do a three-point contest for the worst three-point shooters.
1: Oh, wouldn't my it be kind of goodness. comical? Put Shaq in there. Just like, us. put
0: Markel Fultz in there. Put like Andre Drummond, Russell Westbrook, like horrible three-point shooters. <laughs> yeah, just for fun
1: and just see what happens.
0: Although it would kind of be disrespectful to the players themselves, but yeah. if you've got tough skin, mm-hmm. get up on in there.
1: If you know you're bad at three-point shooting, go ahead. <laughs> Lay it out there. All right. So my best stat line is going to none other than Kawhi Leonard hey. for his all-star game. Because Ooh. we already mentioned it. Um, Kawhi Leonard, 11 of 18 from field, 8 of 14 from three, which tied... The second most three-pointers made in, in all-star game history. I think it was Paul
0: George had the most. Or I think so. He either tied Paul George, something like that.
1: Um, seven rebounds, four assists, 30 points. Man went off. He won the MVP. Kobe Bryant, all-star game MVP. Got to put all that in there.
0: Wayne, looking into your crystal ball right now. Yes. I want you to tell me, do you foresee a similar stat line in June on game seven versus the Milwaukee Bucks, Clippers versus Bucks? Yes. Confirming it?
1: Confirmed. It Are is you confirmed. sure? It's confirmed. I already synced it.
0: Maybe not eight threes, but...
1: I synced it. ...a
0: similar stat line.
1: I synced it. It's happening. Yes.
0: You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, you guys. Remember to follow us on Twitter at 3ND. That's the number three. N as in nah, as John Morant said this week about <laughs> entering the dunk contest. And so three n d d as in Drizzy, Drew, underscore pod, P-O-D. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter. Get at us. Wayne, do you want to leave everybody with some words of wisdom?
1: Words, Wayne's words of wisdom.
0: Wayne's, this should be a segment, Wayne's wisdom for the world. Wayne's wisdom for the world.
1: Wayne's wisdom for the world. Um, If I could leave you guys with anything, it is just to, uh, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to leave this with you guys. If you guys don't like make, make your own food at home, like just cooking, just cuz, y'all should do that. Like, don't order out. Go get ingredients. Like, go find a nice recipe.
0: What's the benefits?
1: Well, first of all, some people like,
0: might say there's convenience in just going out and getting food.
1: Yes, that's convenient. But if you want to have, like, if you have a family and you want to have a good time just making food as a family, dude, there's nothing that brings people together more than getting in the kitchen and throwing down, bro. No. Go get some go make some food.
0: Okay, so what's the meal?
1: I don't know, whatever you want, man.
0: Do you have a go-to with your family? Tacos. Tacos.
1: Okay. Tacos, man. That's e- it's tacos. easy too. It's simple, if you're not a great if you're down, not a man. great
0: cook, you can do tacos. You can make yeah, it happen.
1: Just make some tacos.
0: You heard it here first. Go get some ingredients. Don't eat out all the time. Be at home with your family. Yeah. Make something happen. We'll see y'all next week.